0: Hey nerds, we're able to keep Venture Forth ad free thanks to our amazing patrons. To help keep this podcast free of ads, check out our Patreon. Link in our description. Now onto the show.
1: Hi, I'm Oma,
0: and I'm your DM Ethan. Welcome to Venture Forth. Previously, the party had entered an encounter with Chath. After a harrowing battle, Shrya fell to a dangerous metal poisoning. The rest of the party was sent in different directions to try and find different components for an antidote. And as they all run off into the distance, Olma, you have been charged with finding a cower cactus thorn. Mm. You look down at the map in front of you and see the different circles that the herbalist had drawn on the map for you different places of where these different components would be some to the north one off into the ocean one down to the south and another down to the south you see a circle on the map where you are charged with going to find a cow or cactus thorn so as the rest of the party runs off in their missions what would you like to do
1: where where does it show me going on the map where's that circle
0: so that circle that is tasked with you is directly south of Saddlemount. You're going to be traveling out of the city just a little bit. And there is a a, um, a little bit of a peninsula on the southern side of mm. Saddlemount. And the circle is right on the tip of that peninsula.
1: Okay, so I'm staying fairly close.
0: You are staying fairly close to the city.
1: How long do I think it'll take me to get, from, get, get myself there?
0: If you're moving quickly, um, maybe just over an hour.
1: Okay, so so I have plenty of time to get there. I have a day to do it. Yes. Um. As I watch my friends scatter, um, I'm gonna take a kind of a deep breath, um, I'm alone for the first time in a really long time. Um, and I start to like head off that way. And as I'm walking, um, I kind of stumble on my feet a little bit. Um, I feel I feel so bone tired, just like so completely weakened. Um. And remembering that I cast a very, very strong spell twice in a row. Um, I just feel like I can't even keep my eyes open any longer. It's kind of everything's hitting me. All of the adrenaline that I was running on um, through the entire battle has just kind of left me completely. Um, is there anywhere that I can go and find in this town to rest before I before I take off?
0: Um, yes. Moving through the town, you have seen a couple of inns okay. going through. Um, a couple that look fairly comfortable.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, what time is it? Like if I look up at the sun, where is it in the um, sky? It's
0: probably about an hour until sunset.
1: Okay. So yeah, I'm gonna find I'm gonna find the nearest inn that looks moderate. Doesn't need to be fancy. Okay. Um and, and try to get a long rest in before heading out at, at like first thing in the morning just before sunrise.
0: All right. Um you look around and you do find an inn fairly quickly. Um as you see um, a number of travelers, about ten travelers, all with their um, their different bags of different sizes, mm-hmm. their different items, all attempting to pile into this inn. Um, and you get it; you finally get inside the inn, and you see a long line to the to the front oh counter. God. But it moves fairly quickly as as these travelers are then. Um, dispersed into their different rooms. You're able to finally get to the counter and get a room for yourself. Um, And it sort of hits you how busy this port town is with all of the incoming traffic. Um, But eventually you are able to get yourself a a fairly decent room, perfectly comfortable for you, and um, begin resting for the night. Is there anything you would like to do during your rest? Would you just like to sleep? What are you feeling like?
1: Um, I think just to kind of... Honestly, I'm so exhausted. I think I'm gonna conk right out. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna pass right out, um, in the hopes of like waking up as soon as possible so I can help. Um, can I have asked the person at the front to make sure that like, is there any kind of like wake up call I can do? Any kind of wake up routine that yes. they let yes. you they have? Yes, they have that available. Yeah. yeah. So I want to make sure that I I like set a wake up time, um, okay. so that I don't oversleep, knowing how exhausted I am. I don't want to. I want to make sure I'm for sure. I'm up and I'm used to having my party there to um, wake me up from a long rest.
0: <laughs> awesome. All right. Um, as soon as your head hits the pillow, you are out. And it is a night of deep and relaxed rest as you take a full rest. Um, and are gently awoken the next morning by a, a soft little knock on your door. Um, and a a little slip of paper that comes in through the door. (laughs) Um, And as you get up and and walk over, the little slip says, um, sunrise in 30 minutes. (laughs) And uh, you look around and and it is still sort of that very early morning glow. The sun hasn't really come up yet, but you are just sort of able to see. Everything's a little bit blue and hazy, Um, but you, you have woken up for the morning.
1: Okay, so I have about, what, like 16 hours left?
0: Um, yeah, closer to about 14 at this point With okay. finding the inn, checking yeah. in Getting yourself settled um, Okay, yeah.
1: Okay, so 14 hours left I'm gonna grab all my things Leave, um, how much was the room? Just leave it on the...
0: um, Yeah, that'll be uh, two gold pieces Okay,
1: I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave the two gold pieces Just on the counter um, and, and boogie
0: Okay Alright, um, you see the sun rising Out over the water and you have a, a full day ahead of you. What would you like to do?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna look at the map again and, okay. um, and, and make my way out into the into the unknown.
0: Awesome, so uh, yeah, you move out through Saddlemount Mount um, and you move closer towards, towards the southern edge of this city. And as the city sort of comes to a close, um, houses and, and shops and buildings become less and less frequent uh, and you are eventually able to see the beach off to your right and just off in the distance you can see a couple of um, Ondale naval ships sort of just floating there off of the coast but you continue moving south and continuing on. I'm going to have you make a survival check as you're moving south to read this map. 17. 17. All right. Um, You are able to sort of place yourself relative to the beach to where you know exactly where you're going and you know exactly where this, where this spot is that you're supposed to go. As you get down to the, the southern edge of this coast, you start to see little shacks every once in a while set up along the beach. Um, stuff that sort of reminds you, casts your mind back to um, the, the little shack that James had set up by the river. Um, it looks like uh, a couple of fishing shacks with some smaller rowboats set up right next to them. Um, but eventually, you come down to the point of this peninsula, and the sand and sort of the serene beaches around you begin to fade, and the land beneath your feet starts to become more rocky in mm-hmm. texture. Um, not the soft sand that you had been walking in, but these large boulders begin to to jut out of of the uh, jut out of the ground. And as you begin moving more and more south, you just see the point of the peninsula, the ocean in front of you, and a small house off to your right.
1: Um, is it like a cliff peninsula, like, it, or is the water right there, or is it is it below?
0: It does look like it comes to. It's it's tough to see sort of at this angle as you're approaching it, but the way that you're judging the distance, you can see that there's probably a little bit of a cliffside. Yes.
1: Um, I'm gonna look at the map again and see the circle. Am I basically like right where the circle is where I need to go? Yes. I'm gonna look around. Do I see anything that looks um, like? I, I know it's mostly rocky. Do I see anything that looks like? Flowers or cactuses or thorns or plant life of any kind,
0: really, the extent of the vegetation that you see is maybe a little bit of moss on some of the rocks from from the that damp coastal air that's coming in., mm-hmm. um, but that's about the extent of it.
1: Well, this can't be right. There's no plants here. Hmm. Ah, um. Can I look over the cliff edge?
0: yeah, you can you can go right up to the cliff edge and you look down and your heart immediately sinks into your stomach as you can see it drops probably a couple hundred feet
1: oh Uh, um. do I see any um plant life down there
0: uh you do not no No. thank
1: god (laughs) um I'm gonna like shimmy my way back from the cliff edge um but there's the shack
0: you did see a house uh, a little ways back yes
1: um yeah, I I don't see any kind of plants around me, right? No, no. Um, I'll go back to the house. Okay.
0: As you approach this house, um, the the boulders and the rocky ground around you um, make way a little bit for what looks like a little bit of, of a man-made path. Um, it sort of clears the rocks out a little bit to reveal the sand underneath. And as you approach this house... You see that it is it is a pretty sizable house, um, uh, probably quite a few bedrooms, looks like maybe a mansion at one point, but you can tell it has just been battered by the wind of the beach here. Um, all of the the paint on the wood on the exterior has been completely chipped away. Um, you can see a lot of the beams have been rotted through, uh, and you can hear as the breeze comes through, you can hear the wooden shutters on the windows um, creaking and banging open and closed with the with the wind that's coming through.
1: Um, I'm gonna walk up to the door.
0: Okay. And knock. As you knock, you hear this this hollow knock reverberate throughout the entire house. And as the wind blows, the house almost it almost feels like the house itself shudders as you knock.
1: Um, hello? Anyone home? Um, Is the, you said there's shutters, so is there a window on, in the front of the house?
0: There are multiple windows. You can see a couple of them boarded up. Mm-hmm. A couple of them, the shutters are just barely hanging on their hinges.
1: Can I find one of the windows and, like, pry one of the boards off and look inside one of the windows
0: yeah definitely um you you pry off one of the boards and you look inside and you can see um the early morning light that's just coming through is is casting these these direct beams through the boards into the interior you don't see any light coming from within um and anywhere that the light doesn't creep in through these boards is almost pitch black
1: I'm gonna look around again. I don't see any plants. any Any plant? You don't live. see any
0: plants. No, <laughs> you you actually do see um, hanging on the sort of on the front porch area. You do see a couple of hanging planters. Okay. But all of the flowers within them are long dead.
1: Yeah. <sighs> and there's nothing else nearby. And there's no. And I'm i gonna look back at the map again. I don't see anything else.
0: Yep. You don't see anything. Else.
1: Okay. Um, I'm I'm gonna. Like, go around the house and see if there's another point of entry other than the front door that might be open or okay. or another door that I can knock on or
0: you do you go around the the back of the house and you can see that there is almost this this secondary piece of the house that um, almost maybe looks like it was built after the original house was mm-hmm. constructed. It, it looks like a piece that was just sort of attached to the side. um and you do see a door there.
1: It's still rocky around us, or is it now like sand and
0: rocky? It is mostly sand here at this point, yeah.
1: Um, I'm gonna knock on the side door. Hello? Anybody home? Can I come in? Hello?
0: No response. No response.
1: I'm gonna take that as a yes, and I'm gonna try the doorknob.
0: It stops as you turn it halfway as the lock stops you, but just with the, the gentlest of taps, you feel the lock mechanism within break, oh. and you feel the, the door handle on the other side of the door completely fall off. <laughs> you hear it a bang across the floor. As you pull back, you have the doorknob in your hand, and the door in front of you swings open. Sorry! I'll fix that.
1: I think. Um, and I'm just gonna keep the doorknob with me. My half of the doorknob just in okay. my hand um, as I cross the threshold. Um, okay. What do I see?
0: You can barely see anything in this darkness, apart from the light that's cast in from the doorway. Your nose is immediately filled with the smell of mildew and rotting wood. Okay. Yeah, it smells like this place has not been taken care mm-hmm. of for a long time. You step in, and the first floorboard that you step on creaks.
1: I'm going to step back and avoid it. Okay. And as I move forward now, I'm going to test each step before I put my full weight on it.
0: Every single board creaks as you step on it. You are not able to find a single board that doesn't creak.
1: And so I'm going to just try to move past them faster. <laughs>
0: okay. All right. As you scurry your way past uh, the, the threshold and actually make your way into um, into a, a much larger space, your eyes begin to adjust. And as you look around, your eyes are are beginning to take in several couches, a fireplace mm-hmm. off in the corner, spider webs all over it. Mm-hmm. Furniture and tables and everything weathered with salty sea air and and time.
1: Do I see any um, like lanterns or not lanterns or like like gas lamps or any kind of like like any kind of like candle that might be on the wall or like a any kind of or on the side table anything that I can hold and light.
0: You do see a very small candelabra on the side table of one of these couches. The candles themselves have been burned almost all the way down to the very bottom. There's there's still a little bit of candle wax on there, but they're very short candles.
1: Okay. Um I will um take out some flints. Okay. Or um I have a tinder box. So let me use my tinder box to light up the candelabrum. so it's three beams of light. Okay. From that, right? Yep. Um, And I will put the doorknob down on the table and grab the candelabra and um, light it. And then as I light it, I will also cast um, control flames to like triple or double the... Okay. I think I can double it. One second. Um, expand it five feet in front of me.
0: All right. As soon as the light...
1: Double. Yeah, I want to double
0: the bright light. Mm-hmm. Okay. As soon as the light expands out and it makes its way around the corners, and you can you can see everything within this room, all of all of a sudden, you hear echoing off of the walls. Turn it off.
1: The light.
0: Turn it off.
1: I'm gonna dim it. Off I'm gonna turn it off.
0: <laughs> all right. You hear from upstairs. The, 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 as someone walks on the floorboards right above you.
1: I'm sorry. I knocked.
0: Go away.
1: I will. I'm just looking for something and maybe you can help me.
0: There's no one here that can help you.
1: Uh, you're here. Get out! Okay, I'll go, I'll go. I just, I just, I'm just looking for a cactus flower. My friend is dying and I just need a cactus flower. Thorn!
0: The, 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 you hear the footsteps walking to the floorboards above you. You hear them now at the, the top of the stairs in the corner.
1: I'm gonna grab the doorknob handle, like the doorknob that I, draw, that I broke again, and I'm going to crash down beside the under the table.
0: The, the, you see two heavy boots begin to come down the stairway. Two heavy boots that are rotted away and almost falling apart. You see the legs with baggy leather pants ripped at the knees and towards the hip. Coming up, you see The shoulders and the chest, you can see an orange military uniform, similar to the soldiers that you had seen at the dock.
1: Orange. Is orange Adersfeld or Kaldor? Do I know?
0: Orange is Ondel.
1: Ondel? Yes.
0: And with each footstep now, you can hear the slight, slight metal clanging of several metals Medals of, of accommodating the, uh, military valor on their chest. And finally, you can see the head, long black sopping hair dripping down to the floor. And as they turn to you, you can see half of a beard, long gray hairs on their face that stops about halfway through where fish skin and this blob of scales protrudes off of their face. You can see as they look at you, both of their eyes are yellow and spaced far apart, looking like a fish. You came to my home to keep someone from dying, why?
1: well I knocked and no one answered. Um, um my friend was poisoned and 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 the flower lady with the eyes that are not in her eyes. Um, she told us that I needed to get a coward cactus, Lorna, and I don't know where it is, but I was told to go in this direction, but then I got to the cliff and there was nothing. And this was the only thing here, so now I'm asking. I'm sorry.
0: No one has harvested cow or cactus for years. Right. Where you are going, there is only death. Huh? You do not want to continue on this path.
1: But I have to. My friend will die.
0: Then your friend is dead. I will not help you.
1: Okay, but but do you know where I'm going? Do you know where I have to go? I'm still under the table.
0: Come out so I can see you.
1: Okay. And I'll slowly put one hand out from under the table, and then the other, and I'll just like slowly crawl my way out from under the table and stand up.
0: Both of his fish eyes fixate on you. And now you can see scarring all over the right side of his face. You can see fish hooks made into earrings hanging down the sides of his ears. Whoa. You're too young to go where I would take you.
1: I'm not too young. I can do it. I can help.
0: Make a persuasion check for me. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm eight.
0: Eight. <laughs> that is not a place for a child. I will not take you there.
1: I'm not a child. I can do it. I have to help my friend. He's gonna die, and everybody else is going to get their items, and I have to get mine, or else I'm useless to everybody. So you have to let me.
0: Your fate. I'll then not be in my hands. I can take you where you need to go, but I will not go with you.
1: Why? What's so scary about it? I have
0: sent people there to their deaths before, and I told myself no more.
1: What's so special about this thorn anyway?
0: This thorn has many properties healing that can bring people back from devastating injuries. People go there to sell and to use it for profit. But you wish to save your friend only. So that is why I will only take you there. But I will not follow.
1: What, what am I gonna find there? I don't know. Uh, are you sure you don't wanna help? Cause I am pretty small and I could use a hand. Your fate
0: is your own. As he turns around and limps over towards the fireplace, reaches down and grabs an old wooden cane and continues limping towards the door.
1: Um, I still have my hand on the doorknob and I'm going to run after it.
0: You meet him right at the front door. He opens the doorway. And as soon as the sunlight hits him, he sort of cowers for a second and all of his muscles tense. Before he takes a moment to relax take a breath for himself and take a step outside he begins walking along the path as you follow him and he walks with you towards the peninsula and he walks towards the cliff with you and he walks off to the right of where you were and continues on the cliff face continues walking for a few minutes continues walking for 20 minutes before the cliff face juts out just a little bit. And a staircase made of stone, only maybe two feet wide, juts out from the cliff face.
1: Well, well, that's not where the circle was. I never would have found this. She should really be better at circles on maps and helping us identify them.
0: Take this down to the beach below. Walk back for 10 minutes, you'll find a cave. That is where you will find your cactus.
1: Okay, what, like 100 feet down? Um, what does it look like? Is there anything I should know about it that I can maybe identify it better?
0: It is a small sphere, glows blue in the dark. And is topped with a brilliant yellow flower.
1: Well, thanks for your help. I'm Olma.
0: He turns and starts walking back towards the house.
1: I have your doorknob. Okay, and <laughs> I'll start.
0: <laughs> All right. Walking. You start walking down this path. This this staircase. That's only about two feet wide. Even if you look over the side just a little bit, you feel your balance might shift Mm -hmm. and you could fall hundreds of feet.
1: My fingers are touching the cliff face.
0: You're touching the cliff face on one side. You've got a sheer drop on the other. And as you take each step, you feel the sea breeze come up and almost batter you up against the rocks and make your footing uneasy. you continue walking down. Slowly, it takes you about 10 minutes. You get about halfway down. Your foot steps on one of the stones as it crumbles underneath your foot. I'm going to have you make a dexterity saving throw.
1: Oof. Five.
0: A five. Your weight completely shifts off of this... This... um, this staircase, and in this moment of weightlessness, you feel yourself falling, what are you doing?
1: Oh, ah, ah. Um, I'm falling towards the open end. Yes. Um, I'm gonna try to, like, shift my pack on my back so that the weight of it can, like, kind of pull me so that I'll fall on my side onto the stairs.
0: Okay. Uh, make another Dexterity saving throw at advantage because of the pack. <laughs>
1: um, nine.
0: Nine, you throw your pack up and it slips off of your shoulder. Your pack lands on the stairs, but you and your body fall off of the stairs. You are just able to reach up and grab one hand onto the stairs.
1: (laughs) Uh, uh, Um, I want to try to like swing my legs onto the, (laughs) just clinging on for dear life. I'm going to, with one hand, try to pull the other hand up throw the doorknob that was in my hand up onto the staircase <laughs> so that I can like hold on with both hands and um and, and try to like swing my legs
0: okay make an acrobatics check for me crit fail oh no you begin falling ah! and you see just below you a another piece of the cliff jutting out as you fall directly onto your back you take 16 points of bludgeoning damage as you land right on your back, and your head hits the stone right in the back.
1: Oh, <coughs> oh. oh, oh no! I'm gonna like roll onto my side. I'm seeing double, and I'm gonna like look around me. What do, what do I see now that I'm on this like jutted, jutted out piece of
0: You are on this piece that is No bigger than Four feet by three feet Jutting out from the side of this cliff You look up and You see the stairs continuing on Straight in front of you And you also see the beach about 30 feet below you
1: Okay so There are stairs in front of me Or no
0: no, you see, you see the stairs continuing just on past you. But like above. But above you. Above. Yes.
1: Okay. Um, um. How high up is where I'm? Go- where I came from.
0: It is twenty five feet up.
1: I have a question. I have an answer. On the ethereal plane, do I have?
0: Great to have- way to start a question.
1: <laughs> um. On the ethereal plane, do I need like a, a material? Um, plane uh, equivalent to what I'm doing. Like when I move on the ethereal plane, I also move on the material plane, and I can show up in different places.
0: Yes, yeah. So if you if you are moving in the ethereal plane, your movement would then be matched in the physical plane. Okay. Yes.
1: Between here and the steps above me, is there any kind of like, like, if I were to go rock climbing, is there any kind of like hold point? where I'd be able to at least get a a hand on for six seconds.
0: You do see a very small gap in the rock that you would theoretically be able to fit a hand into. Yeah.
1: Is it within 10 feet of me?
0: It is just about 10 feet. You would probably have to, if you were there, you'd probably have to reach.
1: Okay. Um, I'm going to look everywhere I'm going and I'm going (laughs) to... Um, rub my head um, and try to stand up and I'm going to reach my hand for that space. Um, I can only reach about, you know, six feet above, like, I uh, above the ground really. I'm I'm five feet tall and I have another yeah. maybe foot with my hand um, so I'm reaching and reaching and reaching and I'm going to jump a little bit to try and get it um, and I'm going to oh, come on! And I, like, smack my hand against the wall and, um, as I do that, I blink out of existence and everything around me turns like a gray color so that everything I see becomes this like, like void of color. And, um, I am now at that 10 feet. I'm now, my hand's now in that crevice, holding myself. Okay. So I do need to
0: roll for that. Okay. Yeah, roll for that.
1: So that's a 19. Okay. So it's nice. a higher than an 11. So we're good. 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 Um, so I am in the ethereal plane still, um, wild magic... 14. Okay. Um. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, uh. And I, like, squeeze tighter. Okay. Um. Uh. Uh. Again. And I tried to do it, but it. I can't quite, like, I don't know what I did the first time to make it happen. So, um, I put my hand back down, and I'm starting to slip a little bit. Oh, come on! And as I'm putting my hand up, I smack my hand against the wall again and blink out of existence again.
0: And with that second casting of, of that spell, you find yourself blinked back into existence up on the staircase. You see just a couple of stairs above you, a crumbled stair in your bag right there, just below.
1: <sighs> okay, um, I don't wanna do that again. And I'll take my bag, and I'll take the doorknob, and I'll like, slowly take the rest of the stairs down. But now each step I take, I'm going to be like putting my foot on it and then putting it right back on the step above me okay. as I go down, knowing it's going to take me longer.
0: And with that little bit of extra caution, you're able to take a few extra minutes and make your way all the way down to where your foot meets the sand and the beach below. As soon as you get to the sand below, you take a moment of, of, of breath. Take a moment of pause. Pause. You look around and you see the the ocean sort of lapping up on the sand right there um, at your side. And you look over towards the cliff face ahead of you. And you see, just off in the distance, a rowboat rowing up towards the beach. You see two figures in the rowboat. It's just too far away for you to see any details of these figures.
1: Um, Is there anywhere for me to hide?
0: It is a sheer cliff face on your left and an ocean on your right.
1: Um,
0: And you get the sense that these two figures have not seen you. in In the way that they move, the way that they're pulling up the boat, you get the sense that they do not see you yet.
1: Okay, I'm gonna stay by the stairs. And, okay. and kind of like hover into the wall and think I mean my cloak is yellow maybe if they can't see me alright um, and um, try to like try to hide try to be as stealthy as possible
0: okay um, um, as you continue to stand there and you you watch these two figures you stay perfectly still and you see one of the figures gets off of the boat onto the beach you see the figure in the rowboat begin to row away, back out into the ocean. You see the other figure that's standing there on the beach. Turn around and walk towards the cliff face. Walk into the cliff face. You now see a cave just ahead of you, where that figure walks into.
1: Um, I'm gonna follow the figure at a, at a reasonable distance. Um, But before I do that, I'm going to dig into my backpack and take out a healing potion. Okay. Because I'm rubbing my head and it still hurts so much. And I know I have so much to do. And I'm just like, the fish man has gotten me so scared about what I'm going to face inside (laughs) of this cave that I feel like having a a knocked head and like not being able to see straight really is not going to be the most helpful thing in this situation. So I'm going to take a healing
0: potion. And let me know how much healing that is.
1: Uh, Seven points of
0: healing. Seven points of healing, okay.
1: Okay, Um, yeah, and I'm going to like try to stealthily follow this this figure.
0: Okay. You begin approaching this cave entrance and as the figures walked into the cave, you can't, you you lose sight of them for, for a moment. But as you approach the cave entrance, you turn the corner and immediately in front of you, you see a dark cavern descending down into the ground you look forward and you can barely even see through the darkness all you can see is a slight fog emanating from within
1: do i see the figure
0: looking very closely you just see a figure disappear into the fog as you approach
1: Does the figure have a light
0: that they're uh, using? As as this figure is is entering the cave, you can see a torch spark to light, dimmed a little bit by the fog that surrounds them. You can see they continue on into the fog.
1: Knowing that the fish man, who wouldn't give me his name, uh, Mr. Doorknob, knowing that Mr. Doorknob did not, like, knew that other people came here to collect this item, I'm going to follow the light, but I'm not going to turn on anything for myself because I'm hoping that he'll just lead me to where I need to go. Um, Okay. And and trust that because something 10 feet ahead of me has light, that that will attract anything bad and not me.
0: (laughs) For sure. Um, Okay. As you are following this figure, the cavern closes a little bit.
1: I am gonna prepare a, a like a firebolt, though. Like, okay. I just anything that spooks me.
0: All right. Um, as the cavern closes and and you enter this cave more and more, the fog completely surrounds you, and it's difficult to see—not impossible, but difficult. And as you're following this light, you see it dip around a corner, and as you follow around that corner, you stop because you see the light has stopped in front of you you see the torch has been planted into the ground. You can just barely see the silhouette of the figure there hunched over the torch. You can see oily, gray and blue skin. You can see a black cloak. And you can see tentacles dropping from the front of its face. This figure appears very similar to another figure you had seen in a mirror.
1: He's, this figure is just hunching over the light. What does it look like it's doing?
0: You see, after a few seconds, reach into a back pocket, pull out a couple of what look like ingredients, start rubbing them together. And as the tentacles in the front of this Mind Flayer's face begin to writhe around, you can see incantations pouring forth from their mouth as they cast a spell that then engulfs them and their torch in invisibility.
1: Why is everyone invisible all the time? Um. Oof, man. I'm gonna duck back around my... I mean, okay. I did prepare a spell for getting spooked, so I guess, like, spooky vibes, did I get spooked? Like,
0: (laughs) um, make a spooky (laughs) vibes check.
1: I'm rolling like shit today. This is a bad sign for things to come. Um, eight, eight, um, seven,
0: seven. I mean, yeah, it's real spooky in here. Um, and but I know what that is. yeah,
1: but I know that that's a red wolf creature. So I probably wouldn't want to. Bring attention to myself. So, I guess, like, would I be able to.
0: Nothing became a present danger Mm -hmm. to you. So, you would probably have the wherewithal to know nothing is currently going. attacking me. Okay. They just went invisible. Nothing's currently attacking me.
1: Okay. I'm going to just turn back around the corner to where I was out of the way and just like. Crouch down again And think for a second Okay Um, Have I ever experienced a mind flare in my life? Like, would I know what that is? Would I have any idea what this creature is?
0: You know what the creature is um, You know of it And this is only the second time That you've seen one in person Besides um, the mirror mirror.
1: Do I know what they do? Like, what do I know
0: about them? Make a history check for me
1: <sighs> twelve.
0: A twelve. Um, you know that generally they're pretty powerful creatures, mm-hmm. and um, they they can usually use their magic and their intellect to sort of dominate over a person's willpower.
1: Cool. <sighs> um, was there another way, a, a different corner to turn?
0: It's just, the one, it's just the one. Just the one. It's just the one. Just the one. Yep.
1: What do I hear if I put my ear out to try and listen? What What do I hear coming from that tunnel?
0: You hear just a slow coming from deeper within the cave.
1: So they they're moving further into the cave.
0: It seems that this this. Creature, whatever it is, has disappeared, vanished from, from your sight and your senses.
1: Do I see anything around myself that appears to be blue and glowing?
0: No, you don't.
1: <sighs> Great. Ah. You just like look down, take the invisible, invisible cloak, a mistake, I knew I should have brought it. I'm just like kicking myself for not having it. Um, um Yeah, I'm just gonna keep I'm gonna put my hood up and Light a light a torch. Okay. Um and and put the doorknob in my pocket.
0: Alright. And with your torch lit, um, you can still see the the haze of this fog, but you can see much better now. Um, looking ahead now, you can see this this cave continues forward, and you can see a split that goes in three different directions in front of you. Okay. So as you approach that split... Um, You see one of them uh, continues on directly forward, almost as like a continuation of of this cavern. Mm -hmm. Um, And you see one off to your right, just ahead, and then one to your immediate left.
1: Can I... What is the ground of this um, cavern?
0: Um, As you're looking around, it is this this deep black rock. Okay. Almost... it, It does remind you... It's sort of similar to the stones you had seen up top, but where those stones had, um, been weathered and smoothed with the wind and and the ocean, these ones are sort of more, um, jagged.
1: Is it sandy at all?
0: There is a little bit of sand near this entrance, but the further and further you go in, there's less and less sand.
1: Do I see any that, because there was sand, do I see, even though the creature went invisible, can I tell which direction they went in?
0: Oh, make a survival check for me.
1: Five, six, six, six,
0: six. Six, you're looking down. There's just not enough sand at this point to tell, to find any footprints or anything.
1: Okay. Um. Would I have any idea like where something would grow? Do I have any idea that like, which tunnel would lead to like a growing, to anything growing?
0: Uh, make a nature check. Um, eight. Eight? Um, I mean, you don't really have a lot of experience with, with underground plant life, and you just entered this cave. There's three different directions. You... They all look like they're sort of on equal levels. None of them are going down or sure. up or anything. Um, everything's sort of on a, on a flat plane. So it's it's tough to tell.
1: Okay, well then I'm just gonna take the one on the furthest right to start.
0: Furthest right, okay. And I'm
1: gonna take the doorknob out of my pocket and like try to carve into the wall to show like an X to say like I've been to this one already. Um, and, and take that one.
0: Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, you move off towards the cavern to the right, and it sort of opens up into this um, slightly larger area. You, you have a little bit more room to take a breath. It's probably 15 feet in diameter. Um, but directly in front of you, you see the walls um, come together, and the, the um, path forward becomes much more narrow. Okay. Um, you're, if you want to move forward here, you're going to have to really squeeze yourself through. Um, but you do see a light Coming from the other side,
1: like a, a bunch of light, or like a lantern's worth of light, or like probably, a tor- torch's worth of light.
0: Probably about a lantern, like a dying lantern's worth of light.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna sneak through. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna try to, to push through because the other, the other creature was much bigger than me. Right? Would, would it have been able to, like, squeeze its way through?
0: Um, looking at its size, probably not.
1: Okay, great. So I'm gonna squeeze myself's way through.
0: Um, It takes you a couple minutes as as the rock is pressing up against you and you really have to scrape your way by. And as you're moving and, and you sort of have to move one arm at a time and then your shoulder and then your chest and then your other shoulder and then your arm, you really have to navigate and maneuver your way through. It does open up though, eventually. It opens up into a slightly larger cavern and you look off to your left where you saw that glowing light and you can see a lantern there on the ground just almost ready to die and right next to it you see the armor-clad body of a man oh no you see nearly all of his body completely decomposed into skeleton except for his wrist up to his hand where you see him clutching a piece of paper.
1: How far is he from me?
0: From where you you had uh, you exited this, this narrow space, he's about 10 feet to your left.
1: Do I see anyone or can I see anything else in this cave?
0: No, just the body and the lantern.
1: I'm gonna go over to the body and look at the letter.
0: Okay, you pull it out of this body's hand, and you can see it's a a ripped piece of parchment. And on it, in this dark charcoal, a very rudimentary sketch of a series of caverns. And looking at it, you start to look at the caverns drawn on the left. And you immediately recognize that as the entrance that you came in. Mm. And you sort of move your finger and you follow the path to exactly where you are. And you can see the cavern is followed exactly on the map.
1: Whoa, it's huge. Yeah,
0: you see a massive series of caverns. And at the very end, in a very large cavern down at the very end of these tunnels, you see a skull drawn in with blood. And you can see just over the mouth of that skull, you can see squiggles coming down, possibly indicating tentacles looking very similar to the creature that you had seen walking in.
1: At the end of one of the caverns?
0: At the end of this entire tunnel system, it seems.
1: Okay. Okay. So I can take that to mean that might be where it is? The, the, like it's home? Possibly. Base. Yes. So don't go there. <laughs> Hopefully. Is there anything else I see? Um, top, top, like any other topography I see on the, in this like rough drawn sketch? Like maybe here's where plants are that you might want to find.
0: <laughs> or oh, it, it <laughs> you don't see, you don't see a, I don't uh, see like
1: a, like a, here's a thorn that you need right no, here. No, you
0: do not. Um, But as you're looking down at this map, um, you feel... What at first feels like a drop of water hit the back of your head as you're looking down at this map. Mm -hmm. And this is a cave. It's probably... It's not unusual to find water in caves like this, but then it starts to burn the back of your head.
1: Oh, gosh. I'm going to turn my face to look up towards the
0: water. And you look up towards the ceiling and you see this blob of transparent goop. No! Tiny little drop of goop. No. Drop down and land on your cheek. Ah. You tss, ah. Sear into your cheek. You take one point of acid damage. Ow! As I'm gonna see run out,
1: walk out. I'm gonna, like, step out of the way. Yeah,
0: as you see more and more of it drip down and you step out of the way, you see it begin to drip more and more and more and all of a sudden... Right near the entrance of this cavern that you would just come in through this tiny little space, you see a cube beginning to form.
1: Can I get out of the like? Can I get some distance from
0: it? Definitely, yeah. It is. It is very slowly forming and sort of making itself with each drip. It's forming into this larger and larger cube.
1: What color is it?
0: It is this. This transparent, almost white color. It almost reminds you of the the gel layer that's on your belt. It's sort of this, this white, almost semi-transparent, but it keeps dripping to five feet wide, seven feet wide, ten feet wide as the rest of it drips from the ceiling.
1: I'm gonna get as much distance as I can from it.
0: Okay, um, you see another tunnel uh, in front of you. Are you running around the corner um, into the next cavern? Yes. Okay. You run around the corner into the next cavern that opens up and you see ahead of you, once again, a very small entranceway in front of you.
1: Yeah, I'm going to keep running.
0: Okay, you keep running. I'm going to keep running. (laughs) You run towards that and you begin to wedge yourself in between these rocks that are on either side of you. And as you get in between these two rocks... I'm gonna have you make a wisdom saving throw for me. Five. Five. You look around and you wedge yourself into this rock and it feels like for a moment you're stuck and your heart starts to jump out of your chest and you begin to (laughs) panic as you can all of a sudden see less and less with this fog approaching you on either side and you can just barely see beyond it. This massive cube moving towards you. Oh, come on! But eventually you are able to burst out of the other side into another open cavern. Here, you look to your right, and just through the fog, you can see another dead body. This one completely disintegrated into bones.
1: Um, does that one have anything? that um, I can see you as can, I'm running past it? You
0: can see that all of the flesh has been completely removed from this body. Mm-hmm. You can see a layer of metal armor on the outside and the skeleton hand clutching what well, looks to be a short sword.
1: Forget the short sword. I'm going to keep running, but I'm going to take that larger. So I'm, I'm going to run to the end and see that there's a larger tunnel off to the side.
0: Okay. And you're going to duck towards the left.
1: Yes. Right? towards the left at the larger tunnel.
0: Okay, and as soon as you duck into this tunnel, you see off to your right, another large tunnel. You see in front of you, a much smaller one. And in that large tunnel to your right, you look up towards the ceiling and you see dripping down. No. More.
1: Why are there so many? Oh God. Um,
0: gets bigger and bigger. What are you doing as it's, okay, as it's continuing gonna to
1: grow? Throw, I'm going to put my hands up in front of me and um, throw a, um, a a burning hands at level two at it. Okay. As I go, ah! and I just like, my hands meet a triangle in the center um, and, and throw that out. I have to be a step for- forward though. I take a step forward.
0: Okay. All right. But so that's a Take dexterity that saving oh, throw. Dexterity saving throw. Okay. That's a 3. Fails. It fails.
1: Good. I'm not the only one rolling like poop today. <laughs> um yeah, 46. Yay. Um really good. 15 points of fire damage.
0: Okay. All right, 15 points of fire damage. You see some of uh, one of the corners of the cube burned away. But it continues moving forward towards you.
1: Oh, uh, uh, hmm. I'm going to run towards the smaller tunnel.
0: Okay, you run forward towards the smaller tunnel. And
1: I'm going to use a key point to step of the wind. And also dash. Okay. As a bonus
0: action. As you are moving away from this gelatinous cube, you do also take note of just how slow it's moving. Okay. It doesn't seem to be able to catch up to you, even barely at a walking speed, but you do get yourself up to this cavern and you are able to just wedge yourself through. And as you continue wedging yourself and wedging yourself, this isn't a small, small entryway. This is a very long and very tight tunnel. And as you begin moving and you're using your step of the wind, you are able to get through and about halfway through, you're wedging yourself and you're focusing on your movement and you're focusing on your steps and you're breathing. And as you're moving through, all of a sudden you put your hands up and you bring your hand down and you look down and it's slimy. All of a sudden you look around. It's not rocks that you're putting your hands on. You Look to your feet and you look up and all around you and you see this tunnel of of flesh oh my god that is god. extending in front of you and you look back to the tunnel behind you and you see the entire entryway the entire tunnel that you've been crawling down is this this pink fleshy material that's pulsating as you move down
1: uh-huh. i'm gonna run as fast as i can to get out of this
0: you move faster and faster and faster and finally after wedging yourself through nearly sixty feet of this tunnel, you're able to throw yourself out the other side. Now covered in this in this clear goo,
1: I just like collapse onto the ground and just. <laughs> oh, what the heck is this place? Oh, oh. I'm gonna look around. Um, I have no clue where I am in this tunnel. I have a map, but I just like have no, I'm going to look at the map really quickly, try to, try to, try to assess like the turns I've made and where I could be now. Um.
0: Okay. Um, As you are, as you are doing that. And as you are looking around, you see a small tunnel off to your left. You could fit comfortably through it, but you do see a, a sort of pocket cavern off to the side and you see drawn in to the left hand corner, a little red X it's smeared there as if someone smeared it there with their finger with blood oh
1: come on is X a good thing or a bad thing okay okay I just want to go out of here I need your help I need your help.
0: If you do wanted to, your you, help. Would, you would be able to peek into the room to take a look without actually going there.
1: Yeah, physically. I want to do that.
0: Okay. You round the corner and you look into this cavern and you can see off in the corner a dead campsite with a couple of boxes, a campfire that has long been extinguished, mm-hmm and several torches, as well as an open crate of food.
1: Okay, X marks the campsite. So I'm gonna go into, I'm gonna go to the campsite.
0: Okay. And as you fully walk into this little pocket cavern, you can see just to your right, a rope that goes up and around this entryway. And you can see it goes to a series of boards on the ceiling that have heavy rocks and boulders just above it. Mm. And you see, probably if you pulled this rope, those boulders would probably collapse the doorway.
1: Mm. Okay, good to know. But then I would be stuck in here. Yes. But something else could be stuck in here too. Not really, because they can move through things because they're goopy. Okay. Um, what do I see at the campsite? When you, I go closer to it, like in all of the in all of the crates?
0: You see, um, it is mostly um, rations okay. and food as well as um, like sleeping supplies. Okay.
1: Do I see any potions?
0: Make an investigation check as you're going through these boxes.
1: I've been really good at that lately. So I feel really positive about this. Um, 18.
0: 18, um, going through these crates, you don't see any, it's mostly food, it's mostly very, very um, basic things, and you're about to give up when you just lift up a blanket on the sleeping supplies and see two healing potions there.
1: They're, take them both. Okay. They don't need them. Um, um, do I see any kind of like papers that I can look like, if I ruffle through papers and any reason why they might be here?
0: Um, yes, you actually do see a, a, um, as you're ruffling through a contract that seems to be signed at the very bottom. Um, it seems to have a a payment amount in the amount of 500 gold pieces, um, with the contract of, of discovering a flare nest within these caves.
1: Just finding it?
0: Finding and exterminating. Got it. Yes.
1: Five hundred gold only to find and destroy an entire nest. That seems a bit crazy. Um, I'm gonna pocket the note, though. Okay. Maybe
0: and as else you will are it. going through this, you don't see anything yet, but you do hear the sloshing and and the goopy sounds of the gelatinous cubes moving through that same tunnel that you had come through. Okay. They don't. They. It doesn't seem like they're too close yet, but you can just begin hear them moving towards sure, you. Sure, I'm
1: gonna um, leave this area and just keep running, I guess. I'm gonna um, run through the, um, keep going through the cavern that I was in, um, towards okay. towards the other entrance on the, on the right-hand side. Okay. And left-hand side, I guess, and, and keep running.
0: As you run through that tunnel, I'm gonna have you make a constitution saving throw.
1: But why? Okay, uh, 13.
0: 13, okay, you continue running. It's sort of a switchback. You go, you're going back and forth and back and forth and you can't see too far in front of you when all of a sudden you round one of the corners and in front of you, taking up the entire space of the cavern, you see a shadowy black face with pinpointed eyes and a gnarling, sharp-toothed smile reaching out uh, to, to the entire expanse of the face. Ah! As its mouth opens up and moves towards you, what are you doing?
1: Um, um, does it look human?
0: It looks remotely human, but massive.
1: Um, um, I throw my hands up in front of my face and cast Burning Hands.
0: Okay, that's a dexterity saving throw? Yes. That's a 12.
1: Fails. 14 points of fire damage and wild magic, 17.
0: okay. As you cast this spell, the teeth begin to open up wider and wider and the mouth almost expands into this this impossible insect-like visage. And as you cast this, as the fire burns over it, you can see the, the skin of this creature burns away into ashes as nothing but teeth fall to the ground. These sharp, bladed teeth.
1: What? But it's gone?
0: It is gone. (sighs)
1: <sighs> Can I pick up the teeth?
0: You reach down and you almost cut yourself with how sharp and long these teeth are. But you're able to grab one, yes?
1: Yeah, I'm going to grab the teeth and, 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 and like wrap them in some, fa- um, carry some fabric from my shirt, wrap them up in, in the fabric and, and keep them in case I need them. Okay. Or I don't know what, but they're right. very sharp.
0: Okay, are you continuing to run down this tunnel? Yes. Okay, you switch back to your left, right, left, all of a sudden into a left into a much larger tunnel and you look around and you realize you are at the entrance once more Oh come on okay
1: that one didn't work and that one didn't work i'm not even getting very far i'm gonna try the left tunnel
0: okay you begin to go down the left tunnel and it is once again a very tight squeeze as you're switching back and forth and back and forth But eventually, it does open up into a larger cavern where you look on the other side and you once again see a massive black face made of shadow, pinpoint wide eyes, the sharp, jagged teeth, but this time with long hands and arms. And it reaches for you. And that is going to be as it swipes with these long fingers and claws. You're just able to duck down as these claws Swipe over the top of you. What are you doing?
1: Um, casting firebolt in its direction.
0: Okay. Make an attack roll.
1: 21 to hit. 21 hits. Okay, um, um, 17 to, 17 points of damage.
0: 17 points. Um, as this firebolt emanates from your hands, it disperses the fog completely around it. As the, the firebolt fires through the air, it leaves this tunnel of fog in its wake as it hits the creature. The creature smiles and opens its mouth as you can hear what sounds like a hundred different people screaming all at once as it plants both of its hands on the ground and pulls its long body and stretches it up through the rocks and through the dirt. It's gonna start moving towards you. Go away, go
1: away, go away!
0: And as it does, it's gonna swipe out one more time with its claws. Does a fifteen hit? No. 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 Okay. It swings its hand up and tries to drive it into the ground, but you're just able to sidestep it out of the way. What are you doing?
1: I'm casting a chaos bolt at it. Okay. Um. It, how close is it to me?
0: It is ten feet away from you.
1: Is can I get can I back up from it without getting a or will it is how long as is it, it as is it, it attacked
0: re- you? Its lo- its arm unnaturally elongated to reach okay. for you and then as the attack was over it receded back into a normal length so, so it probably wouldn't be able to attack you from this distance.
1: i'm gonna back up some then okay yeah. how far um just there's a. I see there's a little indent in the wall and i'm gonna um back myself into that it, yeah kind of like c- covered a little bit so i have okay. a little bit of cover yeah um and like peek out and and throw the chaos bolts at it okay. Um pull my hands together roll um um open them up as i form the ball between them and throw it as it's changing various colors and try that again uh 17 to hit
0: 17 hits
1: 13 points of hold please 13 points of um of cold damage
0: okay as this chaos bolt merges with this creature...
1: My wild magic is below what it needs to be. Should Should I tell you that before we, you tell me what happens? Okay, or we'll
0: do it. No, we'll do the wild magic first.
1: It's a three.
0: Okay. I'm going to roll this. D100. Oh,
1: God. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> it's too scary. I don't want to be here. There's too many things.
0: As this cold effect takes over this shadowy, dark creature. You can see its skin completely crystallize and tense up and completely harden in ice. And it freezes completely in motion. All of a sudden, the fingers begin to crack with the ice, and the ice begins to break and crumble down to the ground as the entire creature shatters and falls to the ground, leaving in its place one humanoid body curled up in the fetal position on the ground as you're confused for a moment you feel your wild magic take over you and, and consume your body and you feel a surge of power as it dissipates and you don't know what it does yet
1: <laughs> I just have a, I just feel a surge of power you
0: feel a surge of power for a moment um, as you don't know the effect yet
1: can I walk towards the body
0: yes you do you can yes
1: Um, I'm going to, like, kick it with my toe, gently. Are you alive?
0: Oma? You look down as this body unfurls itself from the fetal position. And you see Xavier.
1: Xavier? Xavier, what are you doing here?
0: What am I doing? I don't... What are you doing here?
1: What do you mean, what am I doing here? I'm...
0: I'm Where... Where are we?
1: We're in a cave. Have you been here this whole time?
0: I don't know where. I. I don't know. I can't remember.
1: David, there was you. There was a creature, and I froze it, and it shattered, and then you turned up. Is I, it really you?
0: I don't remember any of that.
1: Um. Does he feel? If I kick him again, does he feel? He human? feels real. Yeah. But no. Um. Where did you find the farm that I came from?
0: Um. Uh, Sunbloom, Why?
1: Um. Ins- can I insight check him? Can I can I make sure that this is the right person? That this is this is actually Xavier?
0: Yeah. Make an insight check for me. Okay. Thirteen. Thirteen. That is an answer really only you and Xavier know.
1: Xavier, what's the last thing you remember? I'm gonna reach out to help him up.
0: I was... And and he sort of takes your hand and sort of creakily stands up. Um, I was with Zeta moving away from Addersfeld. I opened up a portal for you, and then I teleported back, and I can't remember anything after that.
1: Do I think that the big, like, burst of magic I felt, the big burst of energy that I felt, do I feel like maybe I caused someone to teleport?
0: It feels like that energy is still stored within you. It does not feel like that, that energy was released.
1: Xavier, I don't know how the heck you got here. Do you know of any creatures with like, teeth like this, and I'll pull the teeth out? they're dark and they're, like, really, really scary and they smile and they have really dark eyes, really scary eyes.
0: Oma, listen to me right now. We need to do whatever you were here to do and we need to leave. We need to do it as quickly as we possibly can, okay? Can you do that for me?
1: Well, yeah, but what were those things?
0: It is something very dangerous and we will die here if we do not move quickly.
1: Did you, did you, did they get you?
0: I told you, I can't remember. As you hear sloshing of gelatinous cubes <laughs> moving through the corridor okay, that you just Okay, okay, through. okay, okay. Well, I
1: need to find a, um, a cactus thorn, a horse cactus thorn, and, and it's to save Freya because he's dying.
0: Okay, I got it. Okay, which way are we moving?
1: Uh, uh, straightforward. I don't know. I've been running from these... Straightforward. These, I've just been okay. running from these big, giant, goopy cubes, and they're so gross, and they're really scary, and they burn my cheek, and I've just been running from them this whole time.
0: As you see the gelatinous <laughs> cubes rounding the corner and <laughs> merging with the stone... Okay. Then let's move. Oma, you lead the way.
1: Okay. Um, I'm gonna have the map in front of me. I'm just gonna keep running. I have the doorknob and the map. I'm gonna run. Um, straight ahead, I guess. Okay,
0: straight um, ahead. You see a a fork in the tunnel. One going right. One continuing straight on. Where are you going?
1: Do I, do I see any moss growing? Any kind of anything growing? Do I have any reason to believe like that that we're getting closer to?
0: Yes. As you moved closer down, in, closer um, towards the end of the tunnel. Um, or as you moved, I'll say this: As you moved further into the tunnel, you began to see more moss growing. You began to see some vines dropping from cracks in the rocks. You do see more plants the deeper you go in. When you began to switch back and came back towards the entrance, you were seeing more sand on the ground, not as much plant
1: life. Okay, um, okay, Xavier. So if we go this way, it's it's a dead end. It's gonna it's gonna end soon. But if we go this way, it's gonna go forward and and maybe to something really, really scary, really, really, really scary. Um, so. Do I see like more plant growth on one end or the other?
0: You do see more on the, the tunnel that is straight ahead, yes.
1: Xavier, I think there's a mind flayer in here too. Invisible.
0: Okay, this is, this is very bad. Ulma, we need to be very quick with what we need to do.
1: Okay, let's go. Let's go this way. And um, we're gonna run towards more, where there's more plant life.
0: Okay, um, you begin to run and dart through um, this cavern. As you approach, it begins to get smaller and smaller and smaller into this next area. You're able to duck and weave under these rocks, but it is taking Xavier a lot more time as he is much larger than you. As you're able to duck through, you get to this sort of middle point, this little break in, in the narrowness of the cavern. And you see Xavier is still only about halfway through as Xavier begins to scream. Ah! Ah!
1: Xavier, can you move the rocks? Can I you can't, do anything? It's something.
0: And you begin to hear.
1: Oh no, Xavier.
0: As he begins to pull his way through, he reaches out for your hand.
1: i got to reach in to try and
0: pull him. Okay, you run over and you reach and you try and pull him. I'm going to have you make an athletics check. Natural 20. Natural 20. <laughs> you Sorry. grab onto him and you yank and you pull him directly into this cavern. As you look behind him, you see... Another gelatinous cube beginning to form Another from the rocks one? around you. Another one? And as you look down at Xavier, you see from halfway down his calf down to his foot has been di- completely disintegrated. All flesh has been completely removed. And there is now just a stub of a bone.
1: Oh, Xavier! Xavier, do you, do you know how to get rid of these things?
0: I don't... my! you're... We just need to keep moving. They're slow. They're slow. Keep moving.
1: Okay. I'm gonna push him in front of me.
0: Okay, you push him in front of you.
1: And I'm gonna, like, push him the whole way through.
0: Okay, that is definitely gonna help his speed as the cavern narrows once more and you're able to push him all the way through. There is sort of a, a sticky point towards the very end where his shoulders get trapped in between two rocks but with your help just behind him, you're able to just push him through. He gets a pretty big slash on his shoulder through um, through one of the rocks that juts into his shoulder but he is through into this much larger cavern.
1: Here, Xavier! And I'm gonna um, throw him one of the health potions that I had earlier.
0: Okay. He takes it. Uh, 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 he doesn't drink it though. Oh. He leans down next to you and he looks in your eyes and he says, "You're going to need this more than I will." And he hands it back to you and shoves it in your bag. But you don't have a leg. Oma, will be fine. Trust me. As he snaps his fingers and lights a a fire between the two of his uh, between um, uh, his his finger and his thumb. As he concentrates, the fire becomes more and more intense and more and more pinpointed. And as he releases his fingers, it expands out through his hand as he sears and cauterizes the wound of his leg. Okay. We're we're moving. Ulma, which way? <sighs>
1: uh-uh. if I if I look down at the map, um, do I what do I see when I look down at the map? Do I
0: You see it it goes one tunnel goes left and one tunnel goes right, but then they meet up in the exact same spot. At the end.
1: Okay, I'm gonna take the left tunnel. Okay.
0: Tunnel on the left. Do I,
1: well, do I see more plants growing in that way? Do I see? You
0: actually see more plants growing on the right.
1: Okay, I'm gonna take the right then. Okay,
0: you dart down the right. I'm
1: looking at the walls. Yes. Do I yes. see any I, any kind of blue growth? You anything?
0: are. You are seeing it is transitioning from more moss and vines two more bioluminescent plants you don't see anything that is described that was described like the cactus yet. you do see some flowers growing that are giving off some light um, but nothing that was described to you like the cactus yet but now you are seeing more um, bigger foliage um, and, and more dense plant life okay for sure
1: okay um, we're gonna keep moving.
0: okay and as you continue moving on, you come up to a final final tunnel way.
1: I haven't seen anything since, like, coming here.
0: Throughout this entire cavern, it looks like it's just getting more and more overgrown with plants. As you're looking back and forth, you do not see anything that looks like the cactus.
1: Savior, if we go any further, I think it's a nest.
0: Oma, it's to save your friend.
1: But how can I save him if I'm dead?
0: my Oma- that metal will not be able to be disintegrated without this thorn.
1: How do you know about the metal? What do you mean? Well, you weren't with us. How do you know about the metal?
0: You told me. You told me two caverns back. No, Ulmer, we need to. dripping. And you can see his cheek begins to drip and turn into this black slime as it falls onto the ground. He falls his shoulder limp. He falls onto the ground and completely collapses into this puddle of black goop.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: (laughs) Moving Um, forward, you only have one cavern left to go into.
1: But I haven't seen anything like this anywhere else I've been.
0: No, you have not.
1: Okay, but now I'm thinking that that this fake Xavier was forcing me to go forward because he knows that there's something at the end, and I don't know if I want to do
0: that. Looking at the map, this is the only cavern that you have not been in yet.
1: (sighs) Okay. It's for Sharia. I'm going to, like, slowly creep my way forward.
0: You slowly creep your way forward. And you see it opens up into a cavern much larger than any of the other caverns in the in the previous caves and tunnels you can see flowers growing on all sides lighting this room up with this green and blue bioluminescent uh, bioluminescent light you see a pillar in the center of this room with a small metal device on the top right next to the pillar fallen on the ground you see the decayed body of a huge orc reaching up for the pillar dead on the ground
1: but it's something on the, on the pillar
0: there is a mechanical device on the pillar in the center of the room
1: And someone dead trying to reach it?
0: Someone dead trying to reach up for it.
1: That's probably an important pillar then. (laughs) Um, do I... I'm gonna run for the pillar.
0: (laughs) Okay. As you run for the pillar, you get 15 feet, 20 feet, 30 feet closer, and all of a sudden, apparating out of nowhere, you see the same shadowy figure with pinpointed eyes and a long smile apparate right in between you and the pillar. I'm going to have you roll initiative. (laughs) Five. (laughs) All right, the shadow now fully forming itself. You begin to see an inky black skin. As you can see now, the bioluminescent light shining off of it creating this, this glossy effect over huh. the entire body. It's gonna reach its hand out and swipe at you with its claw. No! That's gonna be a nine to hit. Doesn't hit. It does not hit, but as it swipes at you, you can feel the air move around the swipe of this arm that's elongating to come in and try and meet you. And you you immediately feel the weight behind this, um, behind this swipe. What are you doing?
1: Um, He's 15 feet ahead of me.
0: Yes, he's 15 feet ahead of you.
1: I'm going to plant my feet into the ground, put my hands forward into a triangle, and at third level, I'm going to cast Burning Hands um, right in his face. Which saving throw? Dex.
0: That's a four. Fails. (laughs) Okay. (sighs) Now, as you do this, roll. As you feel this, this energy burst from without you, from within you, roll as though it is a fifth level spell not a third level
1: okay um
0: roll the damage of what it would be at a fifth
1: level I think I just add more so it's 66 at fourth level so 76 at fifth level 76 can I
0: as you feel this this burst of energy that you had been holding on to for the last few minutes finally releases
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh one two Five six seven Okay uh six ten fourteen twenty one points of fire damage plus wild magic sixteen
0: Okay are you moving at all?
1: I'm gonna keep moving forward
0: <laughs> Okay and as you do this creature almost moves in tandem with you, to try and always keep itself positioned in between you and the pillar as you move.
1: What did um, what happened when I did the twenty-one points of damage? What did it? What did it look?
0: It like? seared off portions of this this inky black skin. As you can see, this interconnected web of black muscle underneath the skin. But as you run closer to the pillar, it continues to position itself in between you and the pillar. Okay. Okay. Next up, it is gonna reach out with both of its hands and try and swipe at you with its claws. It's an 11 to hit. No. And a 13 to hit. No. It swipes out with both of its claws and you are just able to avoid the attacks. Once again, you can feel the wind blowing and it almost creates, um, just like your firebolt had done, it creates this vacuum within the fog around you before it then comes back into its normal state.
1: I'm going to use um, a meta magic okay. to cast quicken spell, and I'm going to um, cast um, a spell as a bonus action and then another spell right afterwards. Okay. Um, I'm running out of spell slots, so <laughs> I'm going to use a fourth level spell um, to try and just like... Well, no, I'm saving that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to cast two first level spells. That's what I've got left. Okay. So, um, uh, chaos bolt. Um, I, I put my hands together and I, um, um, as a bonus action I pull them apart and throw a ball of warbling massive energy at it um, for chaos bolts okay um, an 18 plus 7
0: that hits yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, so that one is gonna be um, 11 points of cold damage
0: 11 points of cold damage natural
1: 20 okay nice The waste of a natural 20 for someone who's been rolling yeah. so terribly. <laughs> so that was my bonus action. Okay. And then I'm gonna cast Burning Hands at it again. So it's frozen, right. It like I did cold damage and now I'm gonna do fire damage. So okay. um, I um, have put my hands together and like faster than normal, I've pulled the ball of uh, the warbling mass of energy and I've tossed it at it and then um, I keep my hand forward as I've tossed it and put bring the other arm to it and right away um, my fingers create a triangle and I cast Burning Hands. And it's a deck saving throw.
0: Okay. All right, that is a 17 to uh, Seventeen on the deck saving throw.
1: That saves, but okay. it takes half damage. Um, four points of fire damage.
0: Four points of fire damage, okay.
1: And one more wild magic. Four, I think that's right
0: at... Yeah, that's okay. what it was. Okay, we got another wild magic. <sighs> okay, rolling a D100.
1: Your face! Your
0: face! Um, let me see.
1: So as I've sent the the burning, the last thing of burning energy towards it, burning fire towards it, I said, you're not Xavier! And I, um, threw that at him.
0: Okay. As you do, (sighs) the ground begins rumbling beneath your feet. You see rocks begin to (gasps) drop and fall from the ceiling. You look to your right and you can see one of the entrances into this cave completely collapses and closes in. And a massive rock falls from the ceiling and completely shatters through this creature in front of you, oh. <laughs> completely dissipating it into nothing. You continue to feel the ground rumble as rocks begin to fall. You can feel the ground around you begin I'm gonna, to destabilize. Jump
1: over the, the- the rock that lands on him and okay. push and push the piece goes and and push whatever is down on the on the.
0: Okay, you look and you see there's the mechanical pillar. device there, and you can see it's it's very small, only about six inches in diameter. It's a circle, and on the top, it's got a little opening. And from the opening, spewing out fog, mist, the same fog that has been me this whole time encapsulating the entire tunnel what would you like to do with it
1: it is it, it's, it's a latch that's open or it's a latch that's
0: closed it's it's just a it's a small circular device you see a button on the side of it and it has got just an opening on the top that has fog spewing out Yeah, of
1: i'm going to push the button
0: you push the button the opening on the top closes you feel the fog around you dissipate the caverns open up you can now see back the caverns You look down underneath the rock that had just smashed this creature. You don't see any creature. You look back over towards where Xavier was, that he had melted. You don't see any goop on the ground. And as this fog dissipates around you, from the flowers and the vines that were on all of the rocks around you, you begin to see almost, like, inflating
1: cactus. Oh! Um, the... The object, does it move or is it stuck on the pillar?
0: It can move. You can pick it up. I'm
1: going to pick it up and pocket it. Okay. And, well, as I pick it up, I'm going to hold onto the doorknob and replace the weight with the doorknob
0: and pat the doorknob. It seems to be a perfect match for weight. (laughs) (laughs) And as you're looking around and you see all of these cactuses finally blooming, now no longer in the, the presence of the fog, some of the cactuses up towards the top corner begin to grow and grow. And it causes some vines to move out of the way. And you can see, set in stone there, a massive stone doorway. Um. You can see just at the foot of it, just leading into it. Look like the same footsteps that you had seen from the mine flare before. But it looks like a massive stone door and it does look closed.
1: Okay, I don't wanna go to the stone door. Okay. <laughs> um, that's enough for me to know. Um, okay. I'm gonna pull the map out and like, um, cut my finger on the wall of the, um, of the of the rock. Okay. And just like mark a little line where the doorway is. Okay. Um, and leave it there and just let it kinda sit there. And I'm gonna how how many cacti would I be able to get out of here in my backpack? I don't know how big they are. Thorns, how many thorns?
0: Thorns you would be able to take if you wanted to take the time and, and pluck each and every one of them. They're they're only about two inches long. Okay. Um you'd be able to get a couple hundred if you wanted to. Do I know to, how but... many I need? Um, the lady did just say one.
1: One? Yeah. Okay, well, but, uh, Mr. Dornov told me that I needed a lot, or that they were very valuable, so I'm gonna take, I am gonna take five minutes to, okay. unless I hear a, a really loud sound, yeah. um, if I don't hear any sounds, I'm gonna take maybe five minutes to harvest um, a lot because I know that they're good for healing and that maybe I could either sell them or or even give them to people in need. And, and so I'm going to okay. take as many as I can.
0: Make a... I'm going to have you make two sleight of hand checks. Okay. Take okay, the first one. 22. 22. Okay, you're able to get 22 of these thorns. Make another sleight of hand check. Eight. Eight. As you're plucking out these 22... You prick yourself on eight of them and take eight points of piercing damage.
1: And that's all five minutes?
0: That's the five minutes.
1: Okay, then I'm gonna um, leave okay. as quickly as I can. As
0: you do, you feel the ground that was shaking sort of level off. And then it begins shaking once more as, as you can feel the ground around you begin to unstabilize. Okay, okay, I get it, I get it, I get it. And you continue to, you run out. And as you pass through each corridor, the tunnels that you had to squeeze yourself through are a little bit bigger. They don't seem as claustrophobic. And as you duck in and out, you pass through the, the tunnel that had the fleshy walls and it's rock once more. But you're able to dart in and out of these, these caves and in and out of these tunnels fairly quickly And you see the light on the beach as you finally exit the Um, tunnel.
1: I am going to run out onto the beach, like far enough away from the cave that I don't feel like a glob is going to come after me. And then I'm just going to, like, collapse onto the the sand. Okay. I don't like that. I never want to do that again. Oh. (laughs) I just start crying. Um, and I'm gonna, uh, where is the sun in the sky right now? I knew I had about 14 hours. Where, how do I, how much time do I feel like has elapsed?
0: You know that you went into the cave a little bit after sunrise. You look up at the sun and it's probably afternoon, mid-afternoon.
1: Okay, so I have, like, not a lot of
0: time. You do not have a lot of time left. <gasps>
1: And I, like, rub off my face from the sand. And, like, it, the sand is kind of, like, caked onto my face because of the tears. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just trying to, like, get it off as much as I can. <sighs> okay. Try needs <and> me. <sighs> gotta go. Gotta go. <sighs> and I'm going to, like, just, like, run to the stairs. And okay. I'm just going to, like, I'm going to try my... I'm going to try and make it back to town, like, as quickly as possible. Okay. Um, at, But as I'm passing the house, I'm going to knock on the door. I'm sorry. I lost your doorknob. I gotta go, but I am alive. In case you wondered.
0: And as you are sprinting away, you are running back towards town, and you just take one moment to look back towards the house, and you can see just perfectly silhouetted in one of the windows on the second floor a figure standing there, just giving you a little, small wave as you begin. Back, I wave towards, back,
1: and I'm dashing
0: back towards town. That is where we're going to end this episode. <laughs> we're going to call it right there. Thank you all so much for listening. And we can't wait to see you all again next week. Bye nerds. Bye, nerds. <laughs> hey nerds, it's Ethan. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please like, share, and subscribe on all platforms. Hey, Rodney, Um, I got a couple of quick questions for you. Yeah. Does Ventureforth have a Discord? Yes. Is Venture Forth on Instagram? Uh, Yeah, check. How about Twitter? Yep. I mean, they, they can't be on YouTube. Are Absol- they on YouTube? Absolutely on the YouTube. That's crazy. And now I hear that there's this new app that all the kids are using called TikTok. Oh, let me tell you that there is that app. And also, the Venture Forth is on it. Oh, my. I, you're, Rodney, you're blowing my mind right now. This is incredible. I will go and I will subscribe to each of those different platforms uh, and, and follow them just to make sure that I'm up to date on all things Venture Forth. Thanks for letting me know that, Rodney. Yeah, you know, thanks for the opportunity to let you know. Thanks for the opportunity to give you the opportunity to let you know. Oh, man. There's so much opportunity here. Bye, (laughs) nerds. Bye, nerds.